You know that this year we are doing a series on, our theme this year is every day. And why is this the theme? Because God wants to have a relationship with us, not just today when we come together like this. He wants us to have a relationship every day. And that's what makes life, that's what enables us to live life successfully when we live and walk with him every day. And probably one of the most key parts of this everyday life with Jesus is prayer. Talking to God, listening while he talks to us. And so over these next coming months, we're, and I'm talking months, it's going to take a while because there's a lot about prayer to learn. And so we're going to look at prayer in a whole lot of different ways over these coming months because I believe that that relationship with God is outworked best as we pray and we seek God and we call upon his name and we allow him to be part of every day in our lives. Prayer is an amazing thing. But at times, it can be confusing. It can be challenging or even difficult. But certainly prayer is mysterious. And often, prayer is a reactive response to the challenges of life. People who don't even know God will cry out in prayer when they're in difficult circumstance. Now, I don't think we'll ever become experts at prayer because there's so much to know about it. But we should always be students of prayer, wanting to know more, wanting to understand, because it will make a difference to our life. And the theme for this series, and I'll get you to put it up, is prayer changes everything. Prayer changes everything. So if you want God to impact your life, if you want your life to be better than what it is, if you want it to be life in all its fullness, then Prayer is a part of making that happen. It's the primary way that we seek God. And it's actually our most vital link with Almighty God. Because prayer is entering into his very presence with our requests and our petitions and our thanksgiving. The scripture says that God is closer than our hands and feet. And so it shouldn't be difficult If he's that close, it shouldn't be difficult for us to just reach out to him and touch him because that's what prayer enables us to do. I can remember when I was young in in church that we were taught what prayer is. We were taught a definition of prayer. And this definition said, prayer is talking to God and listening while he talks to us. And that is true. That is what prayer is. But it's much, much more than that. In fact, I think it's really hard to define it as just one thing because I think it's lots of things. And so today I want to talk, explore the idea of prayer as reaching out to Jesus. And I'm going to look at a story from the New Testament from Mark chapter 5. So follow with me if you have your Bibles or to the screens if you don't. Mark chapter 5, verses 25 to 34. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. 
Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding around you, the disciples answered, and yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. So here, the definition that I learned as a child doesn't really fit talking to God and listening while he talks to me. And yet I believe that what this woman did was prayer. She was reaching out to God with a cry in her heart for healing, reaching out to touch him, and she believed that when she did, God would respond. Don't you think that's prayer? That is prayer, reaching out to God and believing that he is going to respond to us. But let's just look at the story a little more closely to help us to understand maybe why sometimes we get stuck in the rut of doing it ourselves. Actually, it's interesting that today I'm speaking on this because I probably have had a very, very difficult week, one of my worst weeks that I've had for a long time. And yesterday it all came crashing down and I felt my lowest. And yet I had to preach this message And so this is coming from my heart where God is speaking to me and helping me to remember how I can seek him, how he can be more than enough in every circumstance. So in verse 26 it says, She spent all she had on doctors but only got worse. So here we see that she's done everything that she can. She's tried herself to sort it all out. But the result is only that she got worse. And this is what can happen in our lives. We can get stuck in the rut, in this trap of trying to do it ourselves. And what ends up happening, that we find that our efforts actually don't make anything better. And sometimes we exhaust ourselves so much that it makes things worse. We worry and we fret. And what good does that do? It only makes us more worried. When God created us, he created us as limited, finite beings. That's how he made us. We can't do everything. We haven't got the capacity for that. And he knew that. He knew that we could not make it on our own. But he knew that if we were in relationship with him... God gave Jesus on the cross so that he could pay the penalty for our sins, so that 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 barrier to God was taken away, so that we can enter right into the presence of God. And he knew that if we did that, and if we did it in relationship with him, then we would have more than enough. Thank you. And so therefore, so therefore, when we do it with God, we will be able to do it. In fact, we'll be able to do it better than we could even imagine possible. But God won't force himself on us. He's not going to say, you have to be in relationship with me. And he's not going to say, you have to depend on me. What he's saying is, you can. You can't do it on your own. And I'm here and I have all the power that you need and more. And if you want it, it's here. All you need to do is reach out and it's yours. 
Paul encourages in the, us in Philippians 4.6 not to worry about anything. Now, I think that's pretty near impossible, not to worry about anything. Of course we're going to worry when things get beyond us. And eventually, they will get beyond us. It will become too much at times. And no effort or attempt on our part is going to make things better. In fact, the deeper we get into something, it seems despite our best efforts, they only get worse. That's why Paul doesn't stop there. He doesn't just say, don't worry. He actually goes on, he gives us an alternative. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Pray about everything. In other words, instead of trying to sort things out, instead of trying to do everything we can and coming up with nothing, instead of worrying ourselves sick, instead of getting on the treadmill of trying and failing and trying and failing and to the point of despair, instead of spending all we have and only getting worse, instead, he says, of all of that, it's not a great thing to do, is it? He says, pray about everything. Instead of worrying, pray. Praying is reaching out to God. Praying is recognizing that we are limited and we need him. We need his power. We need his wisdom. We need his healing. And that's exactly what happened this, with this woman. She realizes that she was limited She realized that she needed Jesus' power and healing, so she reached out to him. Verse 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Prayer is touching God, knowing that he is able to do abundantly more than what we can do. In fact, be more than we can imagine. Once we understand about Jesus, who he is, and his infinite ability, and decide to trust him with our lives, then our thinking changes. We realize our limitations and we acknowledge them, and that all we have to do is to reach out and touch God, and we will be healed, we will be restored. Our circumstances will change, or at least our perspective of our circumstances. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is reaching out to God, believing that he will respond in a way that will change our circumstances and change us for the better. See, when this woman reached out to God, she made a connection with God. And what that connection enabled was for the power of God to flow. You know, if I have uh, this keyboard here, then this keyboard, if it's not plugged in, will make no sounds, not like the good old piano. But uh, the the electric keyboard, beautiful instrument, but um, unless it's plugged into the source and gets power, it's absolutely useless. And it's the same for us. Here we are, Here's the source of power over here. What we need to do is to connect to it. We need to plug into it so that the power can flow to us, so that we can have everything from God that he's made available to us and it can be outworked in our lives. 
Now, this reaching out can be done in whatever way is best for us, for our situation. I chose this story today because I want us to understand that prayer, you know, in this story, did you hear any words the lady spoke? And some people say, I can't pray, I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything. You just have to reach out to God. This woman said, we didn't hear any words she said. She wasn't in a church building when she did this. In fact, she wasn't even in a quiet place. God does tell us to go to a quiet place, and that's helpful sometimes. But here she was in the midst of her life at a point of greatest need, and she reached out to God with no set words, no ritual, nothing like that. She just reached out to God, and there he was immediately to respond with an offer of power that was unlimited. Now remember, we are limited. God is unlimited. If we connect to him, we have unlimited power. But in ourselves, we will fall and we will fail every time because we are finite beings and that's how we're created. But he made this opportunity for connection. We just have to reach out and connect. So in these coming months, we're going to talk about how do we do that? How can we understand how prayer helps us to strengthen this connection, to make the connection and strengthen it? Remembering there's no formula, all right? It's important you realise that there's no special word you have to say. It's about your heart reaching out to God, drawing from him. So, in verse 30, we go on. At once, Jesus realised that power had gone out from him. See, that's what prayer is. Allowing the power of God to flow to us when we make that connection. Verse 29. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. God always responds to our prayers. How he does it may vary, but he does respond. He will always answer our prayers. It may not be with the answer that we always want, but he will always answer. And because I can tell you this is true, because he actually gives us a promise about it in Jeremiah 33 verse 3. He says this, this is God speaking, call on me, call on me, and I will, not maybe, might, I will answer. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. This is what God's promise is to us. So you can be 100% confident that when you call on God, he will answer. In fact, he, this is like he's asking us to do this. It's not just like this is a good idea. He's actually saying, do it. Because this is how you're going to connect to me. This is how you're going to get power in your life. This is how you're not crash and burn on Saturday morning when you feel like everything's on top of you. Call on me and I will answer. I will lift you up. I will give you everything that you need so that you can walk and live life the way that I want you to do it. And not only is he going to answer, listen to what he says. He says, I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Do you want that? I want to see that. And God promises that when we call on him. So, knowing that, I mean, do you want that too? Do you want to see the great and mighty things that you do not know? Do you? 
Yes, then why don't we do it? Why do we get stuck in this place? And I'm talking from a place here myself as well. Why do we fall back into the trap of doing it ourselves? I just want to give three quick ideas. They all start with P, so they'll help you to remember, okay? Think of Pam, P, three ideas, okay? Here's the first one. We don't experience the power of prayer because we are preoccupied with this world. Spurgeon wrote that we have hours for the world and only moments for Christ. That is true. Well, that is true for me. You know, we measure our prayer time in minutes because the world lures us into the trap of what it offers and we're caught up in it endlessly. I mean, think about this. This This was challenging to me. Think about this. We can go shopping... Well, maybe this is more a ladies' thing, I don't know. We can go shopping for several hours and not think about it. But can we find 30 minutes in the week for a prayer meeting? We're too busy, we can't fit that in. What about we could sit for two and a half hours in a movie, but we, can we take time to pray for the needs of the world, the brokenness, the hurting. See, we give God our minutes and we keep the hours. And that's why, that's why we struggle because we become so preoccupied with things and, and situations and everything that's going on around us and we miss out on the power of God, connecting to the power of God in our lives. Or perhaps... Another reason we don't experience the power of prayer is because of the perception of ourselves. You know, yesterday when I was feeling like I was at the end of myself, as I sat there I thought, how can I get up and preach today? I felt like I had, you know, I was a failure in terms of practicing what you preach. And so we, we do that to ourselves. We, we say, I'm just not good enough. How could God answer my prayer? Look at me. Look at the way I live my life. Look at the mistakes I've made. We feel traitorous. Satan says to us, how can you pray? Look at what you've done. It reminds me of the story of the prodigal son. And he went away and he's there. He's in the pig pen. And he's got no food and he's living off the scraps. And then he suddenly thinks, you know... My father, I, I, I'm not worthy to be to go back to my father as his son, but maybe I could go back as his servant because his servants are better off than what I am now. And sometimes we, we look at ourselves and we think we're so unworthy, and we are. But, you know, God loves us, and all he's waiting is for us to reach out, to connect, to allow the power of God to flow. And we can sit there and condemn ourselves and feel terrible, and feel like we're not good enough for God to answer our prayers. But God knows us totally, and he loves us unconditionally. And he reaches out to us, and he will He will work in our lives. He will speak to us and answer our prayers regardless of our own personal states. And so this, this young man in this story of the prodigal son, he gets up realizing, and he goes back expecting that he could just say, Can I just be your servant? And before he'd even 
got into the, you know, into the house, a long way off, it says, his father saw him and he ran and he had compassion and he put his arms around his son and he welcomed him home and celebrated him because that is what God is like. He loves us and he's there waiting for us. And he's not saying, yes, well, you know, you didn't do this this week and you didn't do that and you didn't do that. So actually, I'll just, you just have to wait for a while till I sort of get, you know, think you're back on track. He's just not like that. The moment we call, the moment we call, he is there and he wants to answer. So let's not let the perception of ourselves stop us from praying. And the third reason, I think, or an a third reason is probably a lot more, is that we don't pray because... We persist in unbelief. God calls us to pray and he says, I will answer. But we often think, oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to make any difference. And we, do we really trust God that he's going to work? Do we really trust him? Because actually prayer does involve faith. It actually involves us reaching out and and that reaching out is an act of faith for that lady in that story when she reached out to touch the hem of the garment that was the act of faith when she stretched out her hand and she said if I can just touch his clothes I will be healed she believed what she had heard about Jesus and it's the same for us if we can just reach out and believe that God is true to his word, that he is faithful, that he will do what he promises, then we will have all of that power available to us. She believed that if she reached out, he would respond. So she did and he did. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. If we want to live in freedom if we want to be healed and delivered from our suffering, then what we need to do is reach out to God, trusting that when we do, he will answer and show us great and mighty things. But it does take faith. It does mean trusting Jesus. When the disciples were in the boat and the storm came up, they cried out, they said, Master, Master, we're perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they, and they ceased and there was a calm. But Jesus said to them, where is your faith? They were right with Jesus. He was right there in the boat with them. And they're afraid. They're not relying on him. And they were afraid and marveled saying to one another, who can this be? For he commands even the winds and water and they obey him. Nothing is beyond the ability of God and we must trust God's ability that he has the power to deliver on his promises. God says to me, call on me. Call on me when you are sick. Reach out to me, call to me and I will answer. Trust me that I have the power to deliver what I promise. God says, call on me. Call on me when you're afraid that ends won't meet or are fearful of what tomorrow holds. Reach out to me, call to me, and I will answer. Trust me that I have the power to deliver on what I promise. God says, call on me. Call on me when you are struggling with your children, maybe trying to cope with sleepless nights when they are little or managing teenagers as they face the temptations of the world. 
reach out to me. Call to me and I will answer. Trust me that I have the the power to deliver what I promise. God says, call me, call on me. Call on me when you feel overwhelmed by grief or loss. When you are sad beyond words, reach out to me. Call to me and I will answer. Trust me that I have the power to deliver what I promise. God says, call on me. Call on me when you feel that your workload is too great, that the responsibility you have to carry is becoming too great. Reach out to me. Call to me and I will answer. Trust me that I will deliver on what I promise. So when you don't know what to do, when you feel lonely, when you're in the valley or on the mountaintop, when you are stuck, when you feel like you're drowning, whenever, whatever your circumstances, God says, call on me. Call on me and I will answer. Trust him to deliver what he promises. As I said right back at the beginning, prayer is our link with God. It's entering into his presence and availing ourselves of all that he has to offer. It's reaching out and connecting with a power greater than ourselves. So this week, the challenge is very simple. It's a very easy challenge this week. Had a week off last week because of the Red Shield appeal. So um, this week, this is the challenge. Every day, find a quiet place to spend time praying. That's That's not too difficult, is it? Assured that God will listen. Assured. God is going to listen. He's going to answer. So every day, I want. let's take on this challenge. Let's spend time with God. Let's not just count the minutes. Let's allow ourselves to have some time with God in the, in the busyness of our lives, allowing him to be everything that we need. Because prayer will change everything. When you do that, suddenly your perception will change. Your perspective will change. Circumstances will change. I saw that yesterday. The moment I got on my knees, suddenly God is doing things. I was in awe of God. We've just got to remember to get on our knees to spend time with him so that we can allow him to be God in our lives and give us everything that he has promised us in his word. Are you with me in the challenge this week? Okay, and you will see God do amazing things. You will see prayer change things in your life as you do that. So if you've received the challenge, and uh, then stand with me while I pray for us and we'll get the band to come while I'm praying. I just want to pray for you. Pray for your connection with God to be strong. Pray that his power will be released in a way that awes you, that makes you stop and realise how great he is. Let me pray for you. Dear God, our Father, I thank you so much for everyone here today. I thank you for the gift of their life. They're a blessing and an incredible gift And I thank you, Lord, that you love them above all. That you created each one of us and you purposed our lives, God, for good and not for evil, 
to give us hope and a future. And God, you want to help us to realize that by outworking, by connecting with you and letting you outwork your purpose in our lives, by letting your power lift us up and, and, and enable us to be able to do all that you want us to do. We don't have to worry about things because you will work it out. You said you even know when a sparrow falls to the ground. And if you know that, you know all the details of my life and the life of my friends here this morning. And I pray, God, that this week, as everyone in this place takes on this challenge to to just stop and seek you, God, I pray that you will reveal them reveal yourself to each of us in a way that we've never seen you before. I pray that you'll help each of us to get a fresh revelation of you, God. As we reach out and touch you, that the power will flow. That you will change us. You will change our circumstances and our situation. That you will let healing and deliverance flow, God. And that there will be such an awareness of who you are. And how you work in our relationship with you, God, that it brings great joy to our hearts and great assurance, God. So I thank you for every person here. I pray blessing over their lives, Lord. I pray protection over every person here, over their hearts, God, over their physical being. Lord, I pray over marriages in this place this morning. I pray that as as young, as couples pray together, that they will find you being the strength and the power in their lives. Lord, I pray for families, for parents, for wisdom as they parent their children. And that God, that as they call on you, you will answer and you're going to show them great and mighty things that will help them to bring up their children in the way that you would want them to. Lord, I pray over every work situation here this morning, God. Lord, as we call upon you, you will answer and show us great and mighty things, how we can go forward in our workplace, in our personal lives, God, where we're challenged by things that we find overwhelming, temptations that can come and beset us, God. I pray that as we seek you, as we call on your name, We know that you're going to answer and show us a way out, show us a way forward that we may not even be aware of. So thank you, God. Thank you for providing prayer as a way of connecting with you. And however we do it, as long as we connect and allow your power to flow, your love to flow to us, we're going to rise up every day strengthened, empowered and enabled to live life to the full as you have promised. I thank you, Lord, and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.